Hi, I'm Dave Bazuki, founder and CEO at Roblox, and you're listening to Tech Talks, a podcast about the people and ideas that are shaping the future of the metaverse. In this series, we'll be exploring some of the most innovative technologies that have emerged in this new category and sharing stories with the Robloxians that are building them. Today, I'm joined by our Senior Engineering Director, Anthony Chowdhury. We'll be discussing the exciting new ecosystem we announced at our Roblox Developer Conference, OpenCloud. The Roblox platform would not be where it is today without the creativity and innovation that comes from our developer community. OpenCloud will empower developers to build and find any tools they need on Roblox, maximizing their productivity and taking the experiences they create to a whole new level. Let's get started. Anthony, so great to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Anthony, how long have we been working together? I, I can remember being in the small office in San Mateo when we were on one floor. How, how long exactly has it been? This week actually is my 10 year anniversary. So, 10 years, pretty fun. And like uh, rolling back the clock, um, I'm just trying to remember how we found you. Um, were we your first job? Um, how did we get connected? It might have been through a fellow water polo player. Um, I'm trying to recall. Yep, exactly. We so I was I played water polo in college and uh, had a friend. We were all living together in the mission in San Francisco, and he was, I think, a very early employee at Roblox, like, you know, five, six, seven, eight kind of thing. And I remember he found the job on Craigslist. He was working there and we were living together and he was always like, check out what I built. And it was kind of cool because it was totally different than the job I was working at. I was working up in the city at another place. And um, after about two years, he, he finally convinced me to start working with you guys. And that's, I met you and I met the team and that's kind of the mutual, mutual relationship and still we're friends with him. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. Yeah. I think that friend of yours without giving away the name had a little nickname and a club on Roblox. Do you remember what it is? Cause I think I might. The, the group number one, I think is the hunks. <laughs> Uh, Robo Hunks, I believe. Yeah, Robo Hunks. Yeah, that's the the first group ever, if I remember correctly. And so that was, I remember when he was describing that feature, and it's so cool because he was describing that he got to build that feature, test it, ship it to production. It's and if you think about it now, one person doing such a large feature, it's so exciting, um, and that's kind of the one of the awesome benefits of working at a small company and and having it go big. Cool. So hey, you've been here ten years, and um, over those years, I think I've seen you working on a lot of stuff. Can you sh share for the audience the various parts of the stack that you've uh, dabbled in? Yeah, that, that's that's cool. Um, so yeah, I started um, when we were mostly organized based on kind of technology backend was you know in one reporting structure and um, you know all the client the C plus plus work. And then we a little a couple of years in we reorged and we did we started working on different products. And at that point, I was working on what's now today's trust and safety, growth, and monetization. Um, I did that for you know four or five years, and then moved into international for a little bit there, and moved into platform like all the containers and microservices stuff. And now I've been focused in developer for um, for two years now. So it's been it's been really fun to kind of see a different part of the company every couple of years. It keeps me fresh and 
keeps me excited to wake up every morning. And I just love it. New people, new products and new problems. Yeah, I think you and you saw the middle of it where maybe the old Roblox was a horizontally stacked company. And we had the web team and the studio team and the engine team. And then I think you lived through when we advanced our architecture really and, and more and more got into vertically stacked teams and hopefully saw the acceleration we had in innovation when we did that. Yeah, that was a, actually a really impactful moment because it kind of created new focus areas and specializations and everyone, you know, was able to kind of deep dive. And we, I think we hired product managers at that point too. So yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Okay. Hey, so we're here to talk about open cloud. Uh, a lot of the audience hasn't seen Roblox developer conference and cloud is a term that is thrown, has been thrown around for five or 10 years now. It has a really specific meaning for Roblox and a vision of what we're trying to do for developers. Can you share maybe high level of what open cloud means for Roblox? Yeah. So Roblox has been around for a long time. We were just talking about it, but the, some of the engine APIs are, haven't changed in over a decade. The developers who are building on top of them know that they're consistent. They know that they'll be there, that they won't break their game and you know change in a couple of years. And high level, we want that same level of trust about our APIs. We want to put as much control in the hands of the developers as possible. We want the developers to know that these APIs that they're building on top of are standardized, consistent, and uh, secure and safe. And so the goal with Open Cloud is to make all of our APIs available, industry standard, consistent with the API fluency. They work and feel the same. All the documentation is in a standard way. And so this is the big centralized push to say, hey, we are going to open up all the APIs. There's no more you know, cookie scraping or anything like that. You can create API keys. You can use OAuth 2. We can do all of that. And you can build on top of it. And your applications will continue to work as we support long-term API stability. Yeah, this is super critical. And um, you know, the, the way I've, um, as you talk about this, there's such a broad surface area of our platform in the immersive 3D experiences themselves, we have a whole set of APIs that are real-time interactive. They go all the way to um, developers finding who's in their experience, um, making friends in the experience, uh, persistence APIs. And then what for me is exciting about Open Cloud is we have a whole other set of APIs that affect the developer pushing a new update, pushing a new you know, asset, all of that. And so I think, um, is, it, is it fair to say we're going to try to make all of those developer things also fully accessible? As essentially anything that you can do in Roblox Studio, you could do outside of Roblox Studio. Exactly. I think that's a, a really apt way to say it is that everything that Roblox Studio, every API that Roblox Studio uses will be open and in a standardized format so everyone can build on top of that. So if you want to publish your place, publish a sound file, um, change the permissions on your, on your experience, all of this will be possible. And you can do it you know, using APIs. You could build an application in whatever language you want. Um, it, but this creates this uh, customization 
of inter interacting with the Roblox platform. And that's what's important here, that the community will have access to all of these things in an official standardized way, and they can solve their own problems how they see fit. So we're really empowering developers. That's really that message of open cloud. Hey, so here's one that maybe we could just dive into and you could share with our audience. Um, can you talk a bit, most people might not even realize that we have large teams working on something called data stores and persistence. And, you know, everyone plays and does things on Roblox and they come back the next day and what they have is still there or their gold coins are still there. But behind the scenes, all of our developers and creators have this wonderful persistence layer um, where things are actually being stored in the cloud and we're helping. Can you share a bit about what that is? And then when we have open cloud, even in that small use case, what that might mean for developers? Yeah. So data stores is a really powerful thing. And I think it's been really exciting to see what, because I joined Roblox in a time before data stores existed. And so then I've seen the before and after. And so what data stores is high level and introduction to that is the ability for developers to persist data in a format that they, that works for them, for their game. So like you said, coins, or if you're collecting, you know, gems or diamonds, whatever the currency or whatever the data is that the developer wants to store. Um, so we give them access to an unlimited scalable data store and the, the name of that is data stores and they can save everything that they want they can customize it to however they see fit and so that's what data stores is integrating open cloud with that is allowing developers to access that data from anywhere in the world if they want a python application to access that data they can do that if they want to you know build it into their customer support dashboard they can do that and so we have a really powerful system that is powering Roblox and, you know, as players join and they earn a new weapon in a, you know, in a dungeon quest, or they get a new achievement in adopt me, they come back the next day and it's still there. It's consistent. It is the Roblox experience that is data stores. We're turbocharging that by adding on this functionality that the creators, the developers can build on top of that to customize their workflow and their experience even further. Okay. Yeah. Totally cool and totally exciting. The um, so hey, what any any feedback on what drove this from our community? Like any, can you share maybe? You know, our our developers are are getting larger. Some of them are starting to have teams of 20, 30, 40, 50 people working on Roblox experiences. Are, are there any specific signals that you've been hearing over the last few years that contributed to this effort? Yeah, I think one of the, the exciting ways to answer that question is to talk about some of the principles and kind of ideologies, if you will, that we have in the developer group. And that's that we don't build these specialized or bespoke uh, solutions. So, you know, we don't have a matchmaking service. We would rather give these generic or primitive, um, maybe foundational is a better word, foundational services so that the community can build their own solutions. So instead of a very specialized you know, matchmaking solution, we'd rather give a generic compute engine. And, and that's an example. Same thing with uh, data stores. That's how Open Cloud came up. We saw the need to that, we saw the need from developers that they need to access certain parts of the Roblox infrastructure 
And instead of giving one-off solutions, we wanted to open it up in a generic way. And I think with OpenCloud, we got that right. It's going to open up all of our APIs. It's standardizing them. And now the community can create their own uh, products, their own applications, their own custom workflows. And so we heard from a few developers. We saw the co pattern, the commonality between, between their requests. And then we, we came up with a system. So I think that we'll see this community explosion of tools and products. And that's really what the Roblox ecosystem is all about, that there's these explosions of innovation from millions of developers around the world. That's cool. Hey, our developers are really savvy and technically pretty savvy as well. And so um, I saw some of our developers, uh, I don't know how you want to call it, kind of hacking Roblox Studio to try to get early flavors of open cloud by... I don't know, copying cookies and doing other weird hacks to try to get at that. I also actually thought that was a really good sign because it's it's a sign that people want uh, what we're building. Could you share more on kind of that kind of stuff and how that contributed as well? Yeah, so we saw um, some developers wanting to create custom workflows and that's super awesome because it got adopted and many games use it. And that's that's used this solution that I'm, I'm thinking about. And the way they were doing it was the only way that they had possible. And that was you know asking whoever was installing their application to copy cookies. And the problem with this is that it's inherently teaching bad behaviors to the user. It's leading to a potential misuse. And you know if you're sharing your, your cookies, in, in effect, that's like sharing your passport or your driver's license. That's your identity. And with that, you know, misuse could happen. And so by Roblox providing a first party solution, meaning a, an authentication and authorization layer, we're empowering developers to solve the problem that they want, custom tool chains, custom workflows, applications, products, they can access what they need to on the Roblox infrastructure, but in a safe and standard way. So I'm hoping that all of the, um, you know, third party tooling and applications that have been created switch over to use open cloud as we turn on new endpoints, which is what they need. Totally cool. Hey, um, as we keep diving into some of the, the benefits, can you share what the um, very first um, open cloud API is? I forget, was it quite simply the ability to push uh, upload or download your whole Roblox place? I, or what did we do first? Yeah, exactly. So the first endpoint that uh, we've enabled Open Cloud to is the place publish endpoint. And so this is really being able to, you know, download your place and upload your place. And so um, that's the first one that was released in October of this year to everyone general availability. And that's the ability that you can make changes to the Roblox file in however way you see fit, and you can upload it to the Roblox cloud. And this does not have to be done through Roblox Studio. So this leads kind of into what was presented at RDC that you could, you know, create a custom tool chain using GitHub Actions or, you know, using your own console app. And that was one of the, the small parts of the presentation at RDC. It's really um, powerful because it's allowing developers to use tools that we don't know about, that we didn't imagine, but they can still interact with the Roblox infrastructure and work with their creations. Hey, one thing that, um, you know, right now, an immersive 3D Roblox experience, kind of like the real world is a 3D collection of objects and buildings and terrain 
and houses and avatars and code and all of this kind of stuff. And in the early days of Roblox, this could always be saved as a whole file. It's called an RBXL file. More and more, I think with the first version of our Roblox cloud, we allow you to download that whole file or upload that whole file. I think in the future, we could see more surgical kind of updates where individual objects are pushed or popped into that 3D data structure. Uh, without giving without giving any ship dates or you know is this something we're considering as well? Yeah, I think this is the super powerful part. This is one of the super powerful parts about Roblox is that you can if if we open this up with Open Cloud, you'll be able to edit one fragment or one part, as you said, of this of this place and and make live changes and you know it could. In, in work that you don't even have to, you know, kick players out of your game. It can happen live. And so I think this is something that we are looking into, we're working on, we really want it. And so, yeah, I can't promise any ship dates, but it is something that we want and we, we are looking into. Cool. Hey, can you, um, so if, if I'm a developer and I've got a really large team, um, I think you presented something at RDC around an example, kind of like CI/CD pipeline kind of thing. Um, for our audience out there, when, when people have these really large teams, um, they're constantly updating the 3D experience that is Roblox. Some of these teams are updating several times a day. They have QA, they have roll forward, roll back. Can you talk about how open cloud, you know, this case study, how it might help them a bit. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, at the RDC presentation, we presented two, two different examples. One was an in-depth example of building your own CI or CD pipeline. So that's continuous integration or continuous deployment. And then the second one was the exact same thing, but using GitHub actions as the deployment mechanism. So as the CD, so talking through those examples that they were really exciting. That was like a, drop the mic, you know, standing ovation thing at RDC, which was super exciting for, for us and for the developers, you could tell. Um, so they could have their, have Roblox Studio open, they could have their place files on their desktop. And then they, we wrote an application in curl and posted up to the Roblox open cloud infrastructure. And we published a place and a new version was created. This was a simple example. I don't think that this was actually you know, demonstrating anything more than the kind of the workflow that's available. But the next one with GitHub Actions is the real, real deal. Someone could use, if they wanted to, GitHub Actions, use um, GitHub as, as a source control to store that. When you check in a new file and do a git commit, it, an action is triggered and it pushes up to the Roblox cloud. And all of that is using modern and uh, standardized authentication and authorization. There's audit logging that Dave published versus Anthony published. We know everything. And this is really exciting because this is allowing for all the tooling that anyone would want to use. They can build their own workflows. So that is what we showed. And I think the, the the community was really excited. You could tell from their reaction at that presentation. So one that that one that we've always um, brainstormed about and dreamed about is procedural creation of these experiences. And I've always um, wanted to be able to write a Python script that is just running all the time generating a new version of my Roblox 3D experience once a day. 
And I think when I've asked the product team, it's it's actually possible to conceive of creating that, letting it go, walking away, and having this automatically modify my Roblox game continuously, come back in a month and know that every day for a month, my my experiences had an automatic update. Yeah, so I think this is exactly open cloud. You could do that in Python, you could do it whatever programming language or, or framework you want. And open cloud would be the conduit which lets your application talk to the Roblox infrastructure. And this is, you know, they can, you know, use whatever libraries they want in their own applications. They can build on top of that. And so it's it's exactly what you're describing. And I think that would be a really fun world where an external application is changing the world as you're walking through it and you're getting to visualize the changes or realize the changes um, and see them. I think that'll be a really, really exciting day. Um, this is kind of part of why I've always gotten really excited about uh, working at Roblox in the developer community because we build something and the truth is we, we know a few of the use cases. We got a couple of the requirements um, from the developers. We know what they want, we hear them, but we're always surprised. There's always someone doing something that we had no idea that they were going to, that either this product would be used in this way. And that is, it's it's really, really inspiring to see how many people come up with new and innovative things on top of what we've worked on. Okay, yeah. So now, um, now that our audience is going, oh my gosh, uh, does every developer use open cloud? I think I'll come back. Um, to more the, the huge body of our millions of developers that are trying Roblox Studio for the first time, where I think it's fair to say they will not, in that they will be, you know, using Roblox Studio, which we're going to we continue to refine and make better. And all of the things we've been talking about in Open Cloud, um, update part of your 3D world, are what we've traditionally done in Roblox Studio and will Studio will continue to support. Um, so maybe if you could, um, one of the uh, validation points we've talked about for open cloud is, is someday Roblox Studio sitting on top of it. So the same APIs we're using, you know, either as raw APIs with our own scripts or that Roblox Studio is using are the same. And that's a real strong validation that Roblox Studio can sit on top of that. Can you share a bit about whether that vision is a reality that we're going to be able to achieve? Yeah, I think that's a, a really great North Star for us. And I think it keeps the product as well as you know everyone um, understanding what the goal with open cloud and, and the developer organization is. I think if Studio, if, if it's using, let's just say 500 APIs and all of them are open cloud, what that means is that anyone could build Roblox Studio then, that anyone could build their own Roblox Studio. And that means that it's it's actually pretty close to like, should we open source it? And I, I'm not proposing we do that, but if someone could, you replicate it and look at all the network calls that they're making, then they can they could create their own. And that means that Roblox Studio has the same access that all of the developers and the creators on our platform have. And I think that's a really important um, part of dog fooding and making sure that we got the product right. So yeah, that is a North Star for us and we continue working on it. We were, we've we've done one, one API so far, so we have a little bit to go, but we're, that's definitely a North Star for us. Okay, yeah, now we're gonna stretch our brains a bit because as you're saying that, it starts to talk about um, 
four or five different ways that cloud development may happen in the future on Roblox. None of these are, are product announcements, but it's fun to go through the range of them. So number one is, as you mentioned, traditional Roblox studio, which is the way I would say this is, this is a high performance executable 3D environment sitting on people's desktops, either Mac or PC that as you correctly mentioned, is now collected, connected to the cloud where a lot of the data is. The second is um, procedural tools that we mentioned that may push and pop directly to our APIs. The third, now one could imagine someday, and I'm just brainstorming with you, that a high-performance JavaScript app could possibly you know, execute as a mini version of Roblox Studio. So if that API access is there. Um, and then the fourth one um, for those, uh, there are actually people starting to write versions of Roblox Studios as Roblox experiences that run live. So it's exciting to me that it's all the universal 3D digital stuff, and we're starting to see more and more ways that people might modify, edit, and create this. Yeah, I think that's it's, that's a really fun uh, brainstorming kind of thought exer exercise. It's super meta because we could have people building on the Roblox platform, contributing to the Roblox platform from within the platform itself. And so you could be in a game, you could be you know, um, roller coaster tycoon, they're building a new roller coaster, they're building a new theme park, whatever, and they publish it back to a model or to a package or to an asset, and then everyone else could even sell it. And so we're using Roblox and the engine and the client as the building and experience. And then we're publishing using open cloud to our infrastructure and distributing it around the world. So it's super meta, but I think this will turn Right now we have millions of creators and we have hundreds of millions of players. This will turn possibly all of those players into creators. So this is a huge opportunity because now everyone, if, if they're building with their friend in an experience, they can publish back to the larger community and contribute on top of each other. So yeah, that's, that's really, really um, super powerful. Yeah, so there will be a day when Theme Park Tycoon, which is a great experience on Roblox, allows you to push your roller coaster as a generic Roblox asset for use somewhere else. And I think there will hopefully be a day when people are designing clothing by going to the fabric store and cutting it and sewing it together on a mannequin as a very intuitive way of making clothing in addition to making it in Maya and Blender and, and all of these things will be supported in, in immersive Roblox experiences. Yeah. So uh, that's, I think that's, cool. a, that's another really exciting opportunity with open cloud that as we have, if we have creators building content in these other third-party app uh, applications, like you mentioned, Blender, they could publish directly from Blender to the Roblox cloud and, you know, their asset in the, in the asset store, in the marketplace, could be updated directly. There's no, you know, uh, explicit publishing action, and we could just make it super seamless. Open Cloud is enabling all of that to happen and make sure that it's super fast. That the developers' efficiency, their turnaround time, that they can iterate fast and they can make the workflows that they need to. Hey, so what's the vision for the future? Because I know we're talking about larger dev teams. 
Um, a really cool thing about dev teams on Roblox is that the content they create uh, gets better and better every day. And at the same time, creates immersive 3D environments that persist for years and years. So they're, they're able to refine and build. So if we look in a bit in a future for this dev community, any thoughts on the future vision? Yeah, this is this is super exciting. Really, really easy to answer too, because it's 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 everything we're working on. We're just going further on it. We want developers that own their own workflows. They they know what's best for them, and we want to support that. We want to provide them the tooling, the infrastructure, the foundational platform that they can build on top of, and allow them to customize that. So, Open Cloud is is the first step into that, and I think we're going to continue investing in that. Cloud based development is another really exciting area where. We know as teams get larger, they need to collaborate more and more to build awesome creations. And so when you get larger, you need to have better tracking, better centralization. And we believe that cloud-based development is the way to go. I think our developers know this because they're doing this themselves. And so we want to continue providing this foundational cloud-based infrastructure so they can de develop on top of that. They'll have backups, they'll have version history, everything that they need. We also want to have rich, richer interconnected experiences. When a, a, a player comes from one experience to another experience or one place to another place, that information, that the context should be shared and should be instantly transferred. We also, with OpenCloud directly, people will create really awesome tool chains and workflows. And we want to have an ecosystem, almost a, a way to discover the, these things like a marketplace. And I think providing... Uh, a place that creators can share their creations on the op uh, that they've used open cloud with to discover custom tool chains. You want a CID pipe, a CI CD pipeline using GitHub, just install this thing right here. That will really, really enable the, the ecosystem to compound and continue growing. Uh, so, Hey, Anthony, you've been at Roblox for 10 years now. Can you, um, you know, we have one of one of our values is respect the community. We've been talking about this for 10 years. Um, what's it been for like for you to see our community grow and our creator community back when, you know, there's just a small number of us working in that San Mateo office? Yeah, I think it's it's been it's been just awesome because it you can see the level of immersion and complexity that the creators have made has just skyrocketed it really has exponentially grown and i think when it's something that actually i, I realized a few years ago at any point when you're in this growth phase and you see contributions happening and they're compounding it doesn't look exponential until you zoom out and then you see multiple data points where it's like whoa it's getting really really fast and and that's i think you don't realize exponential growth in the moment so i think um it's it's the community has just continued creating and that's that's a really exciting part to see what they build with the tools and the platform that we provide hey have a uh, fun question for uh users historically We've done several things that were a little bit visionary and controversial over the years that we um, we had a visionary hunch they were going to be big, whether it was uh, running the same 3D content, phone, tablet, computer, console, or moving to a 
economy based model and we're we're in the middle of many more of these types of things now were there any of these things that you were um doubtful of anthony because I, I think a lot of a, a lot of people in the company either can you get 3d content on a phone or can you you know is that immersive enough or will we really move from hobbyists to professional teams where has there any been one that you thought maybe this isn't going to work out yeah i'll have to be honest here there there was one i think it was around correct me on the date if i'm wrong but maybe 2014 or 2015 and roblox was a big pc mac um, platform and we were pushing for mobile and i remember you were pushing for it and I had only ever played Roblox, experienced it on a phone with a, or sorry, on a, on a laptop or a computer with a keyboard and mouse. And so it was really hard for me to stretch my mind and see what it could look like playing on a little tiny phone. And I remember, I, I mean, I, I, I doubted it. I, I didn't know if I, if I could see that world. And now, I mean, we know the history, it's, it's like 50 plus 60% are playing on phones and tablets and mobile devices. And that's something I didn't necessarily see. And it, it was a little bit of a stretch for me, but um, I worked on it and I, it's, it's clear I, I, I learned. But I think that helped me actually realize that you can see a product further than where, like being able to see a product be further than where you can currently imagine it is a really important skill and trait. And I think since then I've I've learned and I, you know, hopefully I'm I'm sure we'll I'll make the mistake again and again. But I think it's it was a my first real professional mind stretching uh, experience. And I I yeah, I was I didn't this see it, is, but I, I do now. I mean, this is super hard, right? And this is almost how Disneyland got built or how the first airplane flew. And we're trying to get a culture and an ecosystem where the 50 plus product engineering teams within the company, each of them really have this something that they're involved with that can make those kind of leaps. And uh, hopefully we're providing that environment where they can make those leaps and take those innovative risks. I think um, We've shared hints of some of the things we're working on. We can't, of course, divulge hopefully all 50 of those leaps that we're uh, hoping to do. But I, I do think open cloud feels like one of those kind of conceptual leaps that I think is going to do a lot more than we can imagine. Yeah, I I hope so too. I hope that whoever's listening and and building on the Roblox platform and creating that they're, they surprise us with what they create using open cloud. And I, I know it'll happen one day. So I'm really excited for what will be created. So kudos hey, to, to the community. Hey, popping forward to um, what's hot right now. A um, lot of hot talk around interop web three, NFT, crypto statement of work. Um, do you have a personal viewpoint on any of that, Anthony, how it relates to Roblox? Yeah, so um, super buzzwords. Um, I think it's important that, you know, everyone knows what they are and, and all that. But I do think that the continued decentralization of the Internet is a really important thing. And I think Roblox, with its distributed architecture, is in a really good place to be a leader in that area and and continue advancing. We already have a great client server architecture. Um, I mean, also the NFT stuff. That that's it's really interesting. I some of these like you know you buy a GIF or whatever. It's it's really interesting. But I think there's some really 
um, cool things that Roblox, if we wanted to, could do that there. Um, yeah, and then obviously the blockchain stuff. I actually think the the mechanics underneath blockchain are really valuable for distributed transactions and the ledgers. Really interesting stuff for a platform like Roblox. So yeah, I'm going to continue watching all of these things and and learning about them and and just seeing where we can use them. Yeah, I'm really excited as more and more um, artists and creators make interesting things, whether it's clothing or assets, and we start to support uh, on platform limited editions of those things. It's fun to imagine someday those things going off platform with, of course, not sharing any ship dates. Um, hey, let's um, kind of as we start uh, zeroing in on wrapping up i think a, a key part of all of this is people and the people that you work with on your team and as you recruit and try to bring people onto your engineering team and the groups um, working on open cloud is there any uh, thing you can share about the qualities you're looking for as you're recruiting yeah i think that's a it's a good question and i think something that i'm particularly interested in when I'm interviewing new future possible employees and candidates that I want engineers who are not just super technical and really smart. I think that's very important, but I want also to see the passion for what they're building, that link between technology and product, the the kind of to see the spirit of the exercise, if you will. I want them, I mean, the same way that I was, my mind was stretched a little bit. I want to, you know, hire and I want to grow a culture of of, of engineers that they can also continue stretching mine and everyone's minds. So I, I really care about finding people who are passionate about the product and what they're working on. So that's something I do in almost every single interview. Um, I want, you know, a candidate to be able to see an ecosystem or a product that's better than that they can even imagine in that, that vision. So that is something I always look for. And it's, it's something I think every single Robloxian has. Yeah. I think that's super critical in, in that, we had this fun history that the original Roblox, everyone served multiple functions, product, engineering, design, data science, like you did all of that. We're starting to have amazing people that in teams now represent a little more focus on that. But having engineers who think like product leaders simultaneously builds a huge resiliency into this attempt to innovate. So innovation is is so important for us and I, I concur with you heavily um hey just uh are you still playing water polo anthony still still playing a couple times a week during uh the pandemic it was a little hard because you know getting in the pool you can't wear a mask and all that stuff but yeah still play it's uh and i, I still see that old friend that referral so yeah it's it's been it's been fun Okay, well, hey, Anthony, it's been so wonderful. Thank you for spending a bit of time and thank you for your amazing devotion to Roblox over the last 10 years. Uh, that's all for uh, this episode of Tech Talks. Thank you everyone for listening. And to learn more about careers at Roblox, visit roblox.com forward slash careers. I'm Dave Bazuki. Thanks again, Anthony, and we'll see you again next time.